Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? It's Sammy Sometimes, a podcast with me, Sammy Lee. And this week, I'm happy to welcome back Lilybeth Reyes for some crazy girl chat on sad animal facts, seven reasons friendships change over time, the dynamics of female friendships, and the realization that I'm a reformed jerk. Yeah. And as a quick aside, there are some technical issues that were beyond control, which makes some bits of the audio hard to hear. Bear with it, y'all, as we get into this. But I was I was reading sad animal facts because apparently that's just something I, I now like to do. I don't I don't know. What is this? There's a whole Instagram page that's just sad animal facts. It's quite fascinating. Oh, and they're true. Cause like, okay. Because me being me, I was like, that can't be real. Google, Google, Google. Like, yes, oh, snap. That's, that's legit. So there's a study that basically says our primate cousins, it turns out, grow pickier about which monkeys to count as friends air quotes, as they age and invest less time in hanging out socially. The study's researchers point out that humans also become choosier about how they spend time and with whom. Older monkeys might spend less time socializing socializing because they find social interactions increasingly stressful and therefore they avoid them. The same can be said for humans. I believe that yeah. How many times do you or me or anybody we make plans? We're like, yeah, let's do happy hour. You know, it's been a hectic week, whatever. Then it's Friday, 3.30, and all you're thinking about is your bed. You don't want to deal with the chit-chat. You don't want to deal with it. Like, you just want the safe haven of your house. So basically, you know? your, your present self is pissed at your past self mm-hmm. for not thinking yes. about your future self. Knowing that at the end of the day, bitch ain't going nowhere. (laughs) You're just going home. Like, come on, we're just going home. But yet, every single time. Every single time. Every time. Do you think we just put pressure on ourselves? Like, we should be more social. We should spend more time. We should be doing this. I don't think it's like that. You just work 40 hours. Go home and rest. No, I think in the moment, we're well rested when when it's pitched. And it sounds good. And then Mm -hmm. we don't. And at some point, I think the element that's missing is the check-in. So what from the time that the date was made, uh, uh, yeah, there so. should be like a halfway point, like you still good? <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right. like like yeah. a day before, two days, whatever it might be, there should be that check-in point. And then mm. you know, uh, 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 okay, game time decision, boom. Because I'll even put it on my calendar. I'll put in parentheses, do not cancel. If I know that, I'm like, okay. I haven't seen this person. I may have canceled on them previously or I've, or I've asked to reschedule or whatever it is. I make an effort to note it, to make a little note. Nah, you can't. There's, See, and, there's, that, and that's my point about being intentional about the friendships. And it can be said with male, female too, right? Like I've been trying to connect well with a friend and true story, every time something happens, every single time. And it's like, I don't I don't think it's on purpose, but I also don't think I am a priority. You know what I mean? 100%. And and it's like, okay, I know I'm not more important than your job or your kids, whatever the case, but yo, if you've canceled on me 3 times, obviously I'm not a priority, so the next time you hit me up, I'm not going to believe you and I, now you are not my priority. 
you know exactly yep you really have to be intentional because we have so many um relate other relationships pulling at us so you really have to put that note in your can in your phone do not cancel i think that's a great tactic yeah, you know, it, it, yeah it's so easy it holds yourself accountable exactly because like who you, who are you gonna ask to hold you accountable in that mm-hmm. type of situation mm-hmm. and i think also like you said people prioritize different things and it's i think it is harder when you are part of a couple and you're responsible for children and and those in those elements yeah compared to maybe a single person but at the same time i think there should be still that a shared respect even if I may not have as many responsibilities per se as the other person. I think there should be still like a okay, you've you've marked this time out to spend with me or you've made the effort to try to come and see me or what have you or reach out to me and in return I'd want that same respect. You know, right. like that to me I feel like regardless of what's going on in someone's life, there's still I'm still a relationship that yeah. needs to be nurtured. You know, yeah. regardless of if it's a platonic or intimate you still have mm-hmm. to nurture them if you want them to grow with you as you're growing. Because we all are growing right. and changing. We're definitely not the same people that we were when we met when we were, what, 13? 14, yeah. 13, 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And if we were, my gosh, that's oh, problematic. I didn't even <laughs> want to see myself. <laughs> There's research that says that there are seven reasons why friendships change over time. And okay. A main one was you're not in college anymore. And I thought that was really funny to me because I my the friends that I made in college, I'm not really close with them. I'm still close mm. with friends from middle school, high school, college. Wow, like, why is that? At that point, you're in college, you're in these classes, you're studying. So you're forced to do like these partner projects. You're forced to have study buddies. You know what I mean? Like there's there's yeah. a, that environment is is designed for social interaction. Sam, why do you think it is that the college friendships fall apart? Because, you know, I had my kids so young, so I never had that college partying, whatever. So from your perspective, why do you think these friendships like fall apart? I mean, I think it's, it's the glue that held everyone together was the stress of graduating, right? That's really what it is. You are all thrown together and I mean, I went to art school, so I feel like that might be slightly different as to why maybe the connections aren't the same as people who go to a, a traditional four-year institute. I think it's mm-hmm. more, I think with within the, my own experience, I think within the art school, people were, they're artists, man. They're freaking flighty and they're on drugs yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Nothing, <laughs> I don't think you're really making any, you're having genuine moments, not necessarily genuine long-term connections my experiences from college there's truth in that there's truth in that I want to apply that to the friendships between women and like with kids especially because I think there are genuine moments like there's happiness when you have your children your friend you and your friend's children together and like and we're all together like that's a beautiful moment it really is because you you remember being oh my gosh I remember meeting you at 14 now here we are with our children it's a beautiful moment but I don't think unless you're really intentional about having women only time do you really develop connection with each other and I think that's an element that really is missing with a lot of female friendships unfortunately my experience 
I think after a while, you're just, yeah, you just don't have that connection to really know who the women are becoming through the years, rather than, you know, the history of the person and the common bond of being moms, being wives, being career women. But who are we as individuals? Where's the connection happening there? But okay, so then this speaks to getting together. Right. I think this is why when when those who have kids that are of a certain age, they ask, is it okay for me to bring my child? Because Mm -hmm. this is an opportunity now for them to either show up, as you said, as who are they now as women and coming face to face with that? Or or is it a moment of let's just have our children around and not really connect on a woman to woman level? We're connecting on a child to child level. You see, you like because I do see that. Yeah, I experienced that. But then I feel like that puts pressure on the, okay, so let's say me and you, right? I'm, I have kids, you don't. So I tell you, Sam, I want to go visit you. Would you mind if if I bring my kids? Doesn't that put you in, let's say you wanted to just chill with me. Wouldn't that make you feel a little uncomfortable? Like, nah, I want to just see you. I mean, pretend you're not Sam that doesn't care about But some women, they may not feel right saying, no, I don't want to see your kids. I want to just be with you. Shouldn't I, as your friend, be like, hey, do you want it? Do you want it to just be girl time or can't or do you want to see the kids as well? I don't know. It's it's all about how you say it. Like sometimes it's like the way you say things, it's the wording. The wording of it, because I think at the end of the day, it's the matter of what's the point of the moment. So I think at that point, if let's say I say, hey, I'm coming down and let's say your kids were still small because your kids are older now. We're realistically yeah. speaking. I mean, I actually want to see your kids. When I come yeah, down. I know. I'm like, hey, are they around? <laughs> I, I want to see them. Hey, I asked them, hey, you're going to be home on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, where are you? No, I think it's intentional for instance I would say if I know if I haven't seen you in a really long time and we really haven't been able to to have the real conversations that I think we either need to have because there's certain friendships that needs to have that 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 re-up of like who are we where are we let's be Mm -hmm. let's be real about this let's remind each other of our dynamics Mm -hmm. that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so I would honestly say hey look I love your kids. I think they're great. But I really want, I, I was like, is it possible for us to have a little alone time? Yeah. So if that means splitting the time that I get with you, then sure, bring your kids for the first half or have someone yeah. drop your kids off for the second half. I mean, if it's yeah. that big of a headache to get childcare, then obviously I would hope that they'll say, you know what? Either I can't afford it. I don't have anyone to look, look after them. I was like, okay, cool. Whatever age they are, let's go to some place where they can go off and be, you can watch them, they can go and play, but we can still yeah. have a little bit of time where we can just talk. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to have wine or we have to go to a fancy restaurant. Right. I, right. I think always a way of making it work if people value the friendship. So some of the other things that they mention in why, Seven Reasons Why the Friendship Changes, aside from you're not in college anymore, friends may couple up, you might couple up, you may have a remote job, so you're not necessarily around people as much as you used to be. Maybe one friend has moved, leaving everyone else behind. Over time, your interests change. Or maybe there's a one-sided friendship. 
And so those are the reasons that they say over time, as we get older, we lose friends. And a lot of that's, I think, true. But I think the part that they also leave out is you have friends for a long time. You know them very well. You're still in the area. You still see them. You're going through the going through the motions, friends. Like they don't discuss that because I don't really count that as really being a friendship, you know. And at what point do you recognize, oh, snap, we've drifted apart. And I don't know how to address that, but we're going to keep doing the same thing that we're doing. Yeah. And I I feel like within female relationships, I think that goes on a longer than it does male-female relationships. I think everybody plays a role in a group dynamic. And sometimes as people grow up and change, you don't want to be in that role anymore. And the group might not like it. So I had a group of friends that we were super close. I thought we were very close. Um, my parents, my mom has many times said these, they were like my sisters. And, you know, what happened with me, I feel, was that a boundary was crossed. And I didn't even know the boundary was there. Like, it was just sometimes things happen and that's what makes you wake up that's what makes you open your eyes and see things for what has really been going down but like you said you're going through the motions you don't see it you know or maybe me you try to keep the peace for so long you stay quiet you stay quiet you don't say anything and then finally something happens and what happened with me is I really felt a violation of who I was as a woman not just their friend and and that was very hard for me to get over it. I had to be intentional with my work and getting over it. And and I had to do it away from them because there was no way I was going to heal being in their midst because all it took was for me. And you know, this girl, all it took was for me to say one person's name or, and I would get pissed all over again. And it was just because it was such a deep rooted violation. Fast forward to now talking with you. I wish them no harm at at all. I think about them and I smile. Sometimes I miss them, but our that friendship that I had is dead. It will never be what it was before. Well, you know, in the midst of all of that, I was learning about boundaries. I was a woman. I didn't really have boundaries. I didn't know what that was. I was such a peacekeeper. I was such a mom. I was such a whatever. I didn't even know what was the line for myself until somebody crossed it. And I was like, hold up, wait a minute, <laughs> you right. know? And so now that I've done the work and I realize, okay, this is a, something that I know you cannot cross this. And it's, it's very hard to rebuild. So it's sad, but it was, a, that was friendships for that time period. And I also think there's a dynamic of speaking truth within a friendship Wow, I was just thinking about that. While still being... <laughs> <laughs> I While really was. Thinking. See, because we're connected, man. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know, that's I think... Right. And that's where you're going to always find real friends. Because you got those people who will, who will yes you, yes you, yes you. You know, damn well that dress does not look good on you. And send you out in public. <laughs> have you looked ratchet. 
right? <laughs> that ain't your friend. They, they, they don't have the friend that tells them, it's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of friends. I know a lot of people. And if I'm calling you a friend, I am going to be that friend that is going to be very honest with you. I'm going to tell you the truth. If you don't like it, you can sit with it and we'll talk about it when you're ready to hear it because you're probably going to be mad if it's something that you think it should be A. And I'm just like, Nabi, mm-hmm. no. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell it to you because I don't, I want to, no matter what, I am team Lily. So if you want to go ahead and do some nonsense and I think it's nonsense, I'm going to be like, I'm rooting for you. And because I'm rooting for you, I'm telling you X, Y, and Z to your face. Right. Do with it what you will. Yeah, and we've had several yeah. exchanges over the years. We have. Like, we have. And there's times yes, we're just we like, have. I can't talk to you right now. And I'm like, all yes. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but well, that's that true. And <laughs> to add to add what you're saying, yeah, it's not only just about not wanting conflict. I do really believe that, you know, you love a person, so you don't want to hurt them, right? So you don't want to say something to hurt them, especially when what you're saying it goes against what they're all about, what they love, you know. But you you're absolutely like, right. If you're silence. my friend, yeah. no, but that's what I'm saying. If you're my friend, tell me to my face. Like, speak truth to me. Then it's my job to do what I want with that truth. But at least you've done it. And that's why even with you, Sam, you you have always been very honest with me. And yeah, you're right. Sometimes it's been like too much. It's hard. And I'm like, you know what? I can't talk to you right now. And then we just reconvene. And it's like, you know, we're good. You, you know, <laughs> like, I would much rather you tell me the truth to my face than... Get, feed me some BS that is gives is of no value because there's no honesty in it. I think you said it that for some reason I don't feel that that's an issue with male and female friendships. I really feel like it's kind of special, unique to women, women friendships. I do. I I agree with you because I I navigate all of my friendships the same, mm-hmm. and the only time I've ever had issues in relation to honesty within the friendship has been with other women because there was a period of, t- of time I didn't have a lot of female friends I pr- predominantly had male friends and something I think maybe uh when I moved to New York actually that's when it started to shift more of having more female friends than male friends and that was and I was being intentional with that I was like I actually mm-hmm. want female friends I, I and then at the same time I have as you like to put it, I have a very dude-like tendencies as just being like, <laughs> which I realized there's a certain shorthand that happens with co-ed friendships that don't happen with female friendships. There's a lot of um, softness and I don't do soft. And right. so, so right. I was kind of like, I, okay, so here's an example. Cause I remember this so well, we were all, I, I came down to Florida or maybe this is before I moved up here. I'm not 100% sure, but a cluster of us were together, and uh-huh. um, um, and one of our friends, she was telling us her breakup story, and she was taking forever to get on with her story. And I just was like, and she kept going like back and forth. So then we got back together, but then it hurt my feelings like an hour later, and something, something, and I just was like, 
So let me get this straight. And I just shorthand it right there. And you gave me the face of like, Samantha, you are not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let her feel her feelings. We're going to be here all night. Like she didn't even get to what they broke up about. I was like, so what? Are y'all together or not? I was like, because FYI, you're better than this. I don't know why you're still with him. What's the problem? And the room was silent. And it was sort of like, I'm not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but at the same time in hindsight as as I've gotten older I also wasn't uh-huh. right you yeah, know what I mean correct 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 I, I yep, recognize that but at the same time I don't think that's my personality so I don't I think that was the last time I was probably no. was even invited yeah yeah <laughs> it was like a sex in the city watch party I just was like ah oh, this is painful <laughs> A lesson, like, but it's a lesson that I learned much, much later on, in the sense of taking your time with people, because it's a very different dynamic with women when dealing with problems, when when sharing details of of um, an issue. It's it just all com- it comes out differently during that time. I was yeah, I had predominantly male friends, and it would be like, oh, yo, can you believe this happened? And I was yeah. like, oh. We're- Okay, like just get to it. And and so then I become very, very impatient with my female friends. And I realized that I was like, oh, okay, this is probably why one, I don't have a lot of female friends, because it's not just I'm not making the effort. I'm also when I do make the effort, I am being a jerk. (laughs) How can I not be a jerk anymore? Uh, Even now I think I've done that with you now, where I'm just like, okay. Is this where I listen? Am I supposed to just listen? Do I need to say something? And it sounds, but you know, silly, but I, I appreciate do that so much. Like, do I need to give you my two yeah. cents? Yes. Is this is yes. I'm like I'm supposed to be like, oh, forget him, or am I supposed to tell yes. you what what's up? Because exactly. you, you you're wrong. <laughs> yes, I know, and I know you hate when you take his side. I know you hate. You're like, bitch, don't make me take his side again. <laughs> I get so mad at you. Okay, so I think this is the other dynamic that makes it really hard to have female friends. Is there's times when we date people, and there's oh, and no. you've experienced this with me. You, I've dated some people that you were just oh, like, oh yeah, is it over yet? <laughs> oh, you, oh, oh, that's back. Okay. Okay. Why is he here? <laughs> All of these things you have said, and so and in return, I have shared my 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 fair share of why. Why yes. are we still yes. don't make me yes. him because right now you are so wrong and I'm mad at you for being so wrong because now you're making me side with him and I don't even yes. like him. He's right. And that is how much I am about like what's fair and what's right and what's wrong. Yes. Yes. If I can't stand somebody, I'm like, damn it. You're making mm-hmm. my soul burn right now because but I'm I love a- you so much for that. I love you so much for that. That's and it's why I love I, you. But I think, but that's also why a lot of female friendships don't last. It's because you people don't tell people the truth because they're like, oh, well, she's gonna get back together with her boyfriend or her or her husband or her whatever, her significant other, right? Mm-hmm. And you talk all that smack about them. They're not gonna want to be around you, whether it's to save face or whether it's because they know that you don't like their partner and they don't want to disrespect their partner, so they're willing to throw away the friendship and hold on. Mm-hmm relationship i think that's mm. the reason why a lot of women don't maintain female friendships as they get older but then again there's that other side of it where you hear about women who 
they say they live longer because they ain't got no man, but they got a bunch of dope ass friends, female friends. I, I know, <laughs> I know. Cause come on, girl, you know we we love these men, but man, they make my hair fall out. They <laughs> like so stressful, so stressful. No, but I think also too in society they they view female friendships, especially think about all the TV shows when they show female friendships, right? They yeah, use. Yeah. Like fodder, like think of um, fodder for comedy. Like think of Golden Girls. Like you know, okay, you got okay. these four semi spin. They're all spinsters, right? Because they're not married. Either their husbands died, or divorced, or whatever. Oh, come on, Blanche was doing her thing. <laughs> I mean, and then there's Blanche. I think I. Like, you are definitely a Blanche. <laughs> I think I'm across between Blanche and Sophia. I think I'm Sophia. I'm not Dorothy. Please don't tell me I'm Dorothy. No. I think I'm a combo of Rose and Sophia. Rose was the one that forgot everything, right? She was the the the, the she Betty was White. Kind of dumb. Yeah. Betty White. White. Oh yeah. yeah. That's that's who I was gonna say. I'm like, no, you're Rose. But yes, I, I think you're a combo of Rose and um and and Sophia. Picture. Sophia. It was just. Yes. Yeah. Except, no, you wouldn't be her because you wouldn't even remember what happened to you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would have no cool stories like her. True. <laughs> Picture it. Because I can't remember it. So tell yeah, me. Tell me. Can you remind me? <laughs> I think so much of television and film, they portray it in a negative way, which then gives way to females. That, that notion that females don't really get along, which then... In turn, there's that. I know. I think only recently has female friendships been shown in a way that's powerful and supported. Like the only time I remember growing up seeing it as if you weren't, if they weren't in like high school, but like I'm talking about like adult female friendships, it was either a competition of some sort. There is there's a competition either to get a job, a competition over a guy. There's a competition um, which then resulted in out i mean think of a think of a positive adult show okay so there was living single yeah the golden girls mm-hmm. girlfriends mm-hmm. and i'm done oh yeah sex in the city which that was that also came out later right much later or actually did it or maybe we just got into it later maybe maybe i don't know. i know i, I got I, into it way late yeah those are the only shows i can think of that show female friendships in a positive, not, oh you know, yeah, in a positive way. But at the same time, they're all comedies. Mm. There was some comedic aspect to it, you know? And even with Sex and the City, what I did appreciate about the show, even though they had absolutely no <laughs> diversity, because you would swear there's no black people that lived in the, again, same thing with Friends, but whatever, that's a whole ep- other episode. <laughs> the thing that I liked about it is that they had fights. They had real fights. where they Yes, did, they did. Where they just were like, I'm done with this person. And then there'd be moments mm-hmm. when they won't come together. They, But you always saw that that friendship mattered to them to the point where they figured it out. What did Charlotte, not, yeah, it was Charlotte. She was like, what if we are each other's soulmates? And men are just I love that line. Yes. And when I was younger and I first heard it, I was like, chick. You just had to sound right, wouldn't you? And then as mm-hmm. I got older, I realized I was like I I personally think there's a lot of truth to it just because I've had so I've I. had the worst luck in dating. I've met amazing men who just weren't right for me. 
I think at over time I've learned to really value my friendships because those are things that are sustainable. They nurture, they grow. And when there's highs, you could celebrate. When there's lows, you got each other's back. Like there's there's a consistency and that's there, which makes you feel confident. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like in romantic relationships, that consistency isn't always a guarantee. That's very true. That's and I think, very true. And I think oftentimes with, with female, with not even just, uh, forget this, with friendships, if they're genuine friendships, it, that's almost there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or if someone mm-hmm. is letting you down, there's a way to communicate that that sometimes is easier than communicating it with an intimate relationship. If someone's letting you down, if someone is failing to be your failing to step up a certain way, you you can express it within the within a, that friendship. Whereas in an intimate friendship, it's for whatever reason it's harder to express it. And the thing is, that's foolish because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we've invited people into our lives to look out for us, and we are supposed to be looking out for them. Just because yeah. we might be patty caking it out with some. <laughs> and not the others <laughs> doesn't mean that we shouldn't be treating them any differently. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yes, there's the physicality that's there, but ultimately that's we're all fr- that, that's a friendship because you're mm-hmm. loving this person, you're looking out for this person, you're trying to nurture mm-hmm. this person, and you spend the most amount of time with your partner. But yet yeah. those considerations that we try to offer for our friends, it just for whatever reason that dynamic changes. So that's mm-hmm. something that. You know, I've I've definitely tried to bring into my relationships when I am in one, and you get to see you get to see the the level that your partner is at, and if you guys are on the same plane or not. You know, and that's hard. That's really really hard when you're trying to create something that is as genuine as a female friendship, but with a little bedusty on the side. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which and it's very hard because men are not women, so it's like, well, if you're straight, <laughs> so it's like very hard. <laughs> but yeah, you do seek that. You know, I was reading something. No, I don't think I was reading something. I think I was. Yeah, I was watching the Red Table Talk. I saw that she had a relationship expert on there, and I wanted the topic was infidelity, and I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. I gotta see what this person says. And basically, she says that. The modern concept, you know, this isn't the context of marriage, but I think we could let's put it in the concept context of like long term relationships, romantic relationships. We put a lot of pressure on our marriages and our long term romantic relationships because we expect nowadays our partner to be our best friend, our lover, our provider, our counselor, our therapist. All these things that when you go back to the, that wasn't what it was, that person was supposed to be, you know, well, like we can. I, don't you think that's a very Americanized thing, though? Because like when I speak to friends from other countries, that does not seem to be the same perspective as far mm, as their partner. That is true. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because I, I, I remember once right on that. We, we were having this mm. conversation and I was like, I don't want my partner to be my best friend and you you were like what is wrong with you yeah <laughs> because yeah. in my head I was like well because there's some I'm like well I can't trash talk him to him <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean like if you just need to do that like you're my best friend you getting on my nerves right now how, how yeah, you gonna help me? Like, yeah it doesn't work or like oh I really want to go shopping uh come with me I, no 
You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like everyone has their role and that's how we're able to get the best out of people is allowing them to flourish in in their designated roles. You know, like I, okay, like we were talking about the other day, you mentioned this. You're like, oh, I'm your fun friend. Like, yeah. Like we do have deep conversations, but then at some yeah. point we start laughing and it turns into something else and whatever. Exactly. And then you're like, oh, George is your deep friend. <laughs> You know, and so, and not to say that anyone is incapable of being more, it's just that there's certain things where it's like you're, you need different things at different points and different people can give you different, give you that, that thing. And so, and therefore it also alleviates the pressure and the stress from that person trying to be everything. As we get older, we know ourselves better. And so we can read situations faster that's why I think the numbers dwindle. But mm. then out of that dwindling of friends, it blossoms into something very, very beautiful, which is like a genuine connection mm-hmm. with you. The mere fact that people change and yeah. sometimes you just don't Bro. like the person the other person is becoming. Or you don't, like you said, the vibes don't gel anymore, you know? 100%. So. And, yeah. and it's hard at that point because then you start to then you have to make a decision mm-hmm. when something doesn't match your life mm-hmm. and you're like okay well I value this person this isn't my speed this isn't my this isn't what how I roll what does our what does our our friendship now look like you know like how am I hanging out with them what am I doing like what where does this go from here it becomes a a a pro con list at that point. And I for me I'm like if I'm coming to the place where I have to make a pro con list on whether or not we need to be friends, no. Yeah. Like I, to me I feel like that should just be an intention. Like I just know. Like okay. There's enough times where I think okay, you pissed me off by saying some mm-hmm. things to me. And I'm just mm-hmm. like you don't trust me anymore. And then <laughs> and then and it was a, a bunch of miscommunication just over and over and over and over and over again. I was like you don't. And then at one point I think we called each other and was like okay, look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I value our friendship, where mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't have to think, well, let me make a list. Do I need to? I was like, I'm mad as hell that she somehow does not seem to understand who I am as a person. And that is something that I wouldn't do or say. But somehow she has in her head that this is what I would do or say. <laughs> we need to re- rectify things. Yeah. Because I'm very mad. <laughs> I remember that conversation so clearly. You approached it so logically. And I was like, you know me, you're Miss Logical, I'm Miss Emotional. So I'm like, I'm going to stay in line. I'm going to be logical. I'm going to speak very clearly. And I remember we hung up the phone. I had like tears in my eyes just because it was like, okay, I got this done. (laughs) I can operate this space. (laughs) Exactly. It's too much work. It's logical too much. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, that was very productive. <laughs> <laughs> we made great progress. Thank oh <laughs> <I feel> you, <heard. laughs> Oh my god. Oh, it's so ridiculous. It's true because but it's see, it's that stupid crap that maintains friendships for <laughs> over 20 years. Okay, so come on. Yeah, yeah, uh, so. It's a give and take because there's times when you, you've, you know, addressed me in your emotional state and I'm just like, I don't know how to follow this, but I'm going to just, it's like, okay. I, I, and then we, we would hang up the phone. I'm like, I got a headache. 
I don't even know what just happened. Did he make up? Are we still fighting? I don't even know. She's a lot of stuff out of her. Oh, you know, that's how I do. And I was just like, I'll, I'll wait till tomorrow. You need a map to keep track of what? the And then the part that cracks me up is in the next day, we talk like nothing happened. Nothing happened. happened. Nothing and happened. It's over. That's how I know for a fact. It's like, okay, this is genuine, right? Yeah. Like when people say, okay, we're good, you know, and it's like, we're good with an asterisk. Yeah. You know, and and I feel like to have a healthy relationship, you got to speak truth, you know, and really identifying like, hey, this is how you made me feel. Mm-hmm. And then receiving it, because oftentimes we just want to defend, defend, defend. Yeah, defend. that's exactly right. Yeah. How do you regain a friendship when it is perceived as if, in a way, they've done nothing wrong because they're behaving? Right. Even though their words are like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but it's dismissive and it's right. not recognizing right. your feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. really what ends up happening with friendships that fall apart mm-hmm. is no one's willing to recognize the seed, the root, that the beginnings of what started the friendship to then apologize if they want to mend it, if they think it's worth mending. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to end on yeah. a downer or anything. But no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I mean not a downer but it's true like there is no difference in the work that you put in with a marriage a love relationship and a friendship you have to put in the same amount of work and the same respect you would give your partner you have to give your friend period yeah. period final no oh my god <laughs> oh, so little fires everywhere Yes, I love that book. So good. So good. I was so disappointed at first when you weren't feeling it, but I was like, this is not a good day. Remember, that was a bad day for you. I was like, yeah, you hated life in general. But then, no, but that book is, she's such a good writer. I am like in love with this. Celeste, if you're listening, you're awesome. I mean, she is awesome. Yeah, great book. What I I liked is the the subtlety of sliding in there that that whatever I don't care read the book stop Uh-oh. listening at this point okay. I'm about to ruin stuff spoiler alert <laughs> uh, I like that that basically Mia is like the Virgin Mary right I because know. isn't that crazy I was like She's never done anything yeah nothing. yeah and what? even she didn't even realize it that's what's so crazy like yeah she put it right like she was like wow, I have no experience in this area, like, at all. Like, it was just really crazy, yeah. I I literally had to stop for a moment. I'm like, what's she talking about? And yeah. then I had to remember yeah. what happened. And I guess I was uh-huh. like, I used to, like, wait, when did she date? When did yeah, she? She didn't. What? Yeah. I was like, and I never, so I'm one, that just, I think that's wild. Because in a sense, she's a virgin. Yeah. But not. She is. But not. She is a virgin. I mean, like. A turkey baser does not divergentize you. <laughs> I know, but like, I, I just, it's hard to say, yes, you're a virgin and you just had birth, childbirth. You know what I mean? Like, I get that that's possible, obviously, science. Just. It's Jane the Virgin. <laughs> what is your motto? Be kind. Just be kind. Like, you don't, you gain nothing from being mean. You gain nothing from being rude. Just be kind. And if somebody wants to take your kindness somewhere else, then you show out. (laughs) 
<laughs> what are you most grateful for? Well, since we're on this subject, I would say I'm most grateful for my relationships, my true relationships. Damn right. Um, that's right. You know, from my parents to my love, my kids, to you, to my other friends. They know who they are. Yes, I am grateful for you guys. That's it. <laughs> Sam, I'm I'm sorry. I you this episode is all over the place. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sammy Sometimes, a podcast. It's very much appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. You can follow me on all social media platforms at chasing underscore Sammy. Until next time.